Path to Business, the podcast. We are your hosts, Luke and Bethany Barrett. We're a husband and wife team building a legacy with our three children that we're so damn proud of. Full-time wedding photographer and videographer operating a thriving six-figure business. We share all our best strategies from the lessons that we've learned along the way. Featuring other amazing businesses so you can genuinely get inspired. This This is is your Path to Business. Today we're going to talk to you about the five secrets to dealing with unhappy photography clients, whether that's wedding, whether that's session. We've always, at one point or another, we've all encountered an unhappy client. So here's the secret of turning that frown upside down. This is the first time we are meeting. I'm Bethany and this is Luke and we are from Greyloft Studio. We're a husband and wife team specializing in wedding photography and videography. We also have a passion for helping others take their business to the next level. We release episodes every week on strategies you can use to get more clients and get paid doing what you love. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out. For us photographers, happy customers are an essential part of building a successful business. Did you know that 92% of people trust recommendations from friends and family when making a decision to buy something? Your good reviews will create more and more business. Unfortunately, negative feedback happens, even when you're giving 100%. Here's a secret to dealing with unhappy clients to make sure that they don't affect your growing photography business. If you're watching this, you've likely encountered an unhappy client experience. Mm. It's okay. It happens to the best of us. When you're dealing with people and images, there's inevitably going to be miscommunication every so often. These are the most common customer service complaints. Misrepresentation. The customer thought they were going to get one thing, but then they got something else. Unsatisfactory work. The customer feels the delivered work is not up to the standard that they were expecting. Billing disputes. The customer has a different understanding of how much the service and product is going to cost. Behavior. They feel as if you didn't provide a safe or professional service. When you're a photographer, many of the complaints will be subjective. There's no clear right or wrong. You're dealing with a matter of opinion and it's emotional for people, both people that are involved. You're passionate about your work and they're concerned about their money, memories, and or personal image. Especially when you're talking about weddings and thousands of dollars, this is a really, really important thing. Ultimately, it's in your best interest to resolve the conflict as quickly and effectively as possible. Your goal should be to transform an unhappy client into a loyal customer who will tell all their friends and family about how great you are. When you have a photography business, you play many roles. This is your opportunity to reveal your customer service skills. Seamlessly navigate an unhappy client experience, we need you to follow these five steps. Number one, super important, listen. Everybody wants to be heard. When you encounter an unhappy client, your first step is to listen carefully to the client's feedback. Make sure you don't take any of the criticism personally, even though it can be hard to do. This isn't time to get defensive. If you find that your unhappy client is getting rude, stay calm. You should be attentive and polite. Treat the client how you would want to be treated and not how they might be treating you. By listening patiently, you're making the client understand that their feedback is being heard. Don't think about your response as the client is speaking. That's not active listening Mm -hmm. because the client can tell if you're distracted. Make sure you're focusing all of your attention on the client and the current situation. If you're resolving the issue in a face-to-face meeting, your body language should also reflect 
and empathetic listening. Don't stand with your arms crossed. Be open <laughs> to what the client is saying and use affirming body language, like nodding to show that you are listening. Even better, have a pen and paper in front of you. Write down specific points, what they did and didn't like. Properly identify your unhappy client's issue. Is it the creative vision? Is it the quality of the prints? The client's appearance in the photos? When it's your turn to speak, you should summarize what the client has told you and ask further questions to clarify. Repeating back what the client told you demonstrates that you are listening attentively. It shows that you respect your client and what they're saying. That's true. You should always paraphrase just to make sure that you're understanding on the same level. I.e., so just to clarify, just to confirm, you're saying that you're unhappy with the way that you look in these photos. Is that correct? Exactly. Saying it back just makes them feel like, wow, they got exactly what I was talking about. Or, or they didn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or they didn't. Maybe I'm not being clear and we need to talk about other things. It's just making sure you're on the same page before you move forward. To number two, it is communicate. So when you're discussing the issue with your unhappy client, choose your communication method wisely. It might feel more comfortable to hide behind a keyboard, but emotions tend to escalate when you're going back and forth on social media platforms. Without the body language or vocal cues, emails can be the biggest culprit of misunderstandings. Instead of typing it out, make an effort to set up a meeting over the phone or face-to-face. -face. A video call service like Skype or Google Hangout and Zoom can also be a good solution. You can be surprised how much is resolved when the unhappy client hears the concern in your voice and on your face. After your call, you should follow up with an email that restates the issues and the resolution that was reached. This ensures that both you and the client have a record of the recent communication and mutually agreed upon resolution. It's always, we always say, cover your ass. A-S-S. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make sure that you have it in writing. If it's something that is has anything to do with money or contracts or any of that, Having it in writing and like signed by both parties is the only thing that really makes it, you know, legal or can yeah. change things. It doesn't you know even I mean? have to be signed. It can just no, be an email, but it's just to confirm that we're all on the same page. Exactly. Moving on to number three would be to respond and present a solution. Now, don't think of all of this stuff while they're complaining or saying what it is that they're unhappy about. That's the first thing that happens to me is I want to fix the solution or present a solution right away without really thinking it through. But really the active listening and then setting up that one-on-one -on -one call and, and that gives you a bit of time to come up with a solution. Think of it you know, from an objective place and not when you're feeling hurt or uh, personally attacked by whatever it is that they say. So your goal should be to find a solution that benefits all the parties involved. You want to have the client that is going to be leaving happy with the product, but not all at the expense of you. Since the resolution is dependent on the problem, then listening in the communication stages are so important. If you're empathetic and show the client that you understand the value and you value their concerns, sometimes a genuine apology resolves the problem. Demonstrating an understanding and willingness to resolve the issue can be what matters most. When you're presenting a resolution, try to suggest a few options. This makes the client feel as if they have a choice. If you don't have any ideas, yeah. ask the client to specify what will make them happy. That's true. If you don't know 
a solution, ask them what their solution could be. What would make them happy? I, this is a, something that I always will say to somebody if they are just almost circling the drain in a sense and giving me the same things over mm -hmm. and over and over again, almost pulling at strings to make that one complaint, like a really bad complaint. Yeah. Because sometimes they think what's bad and then they say it out loud and they realize it's actually not that bad. So they start pulling at all these other little things that maybe you know were a little bit annoying that normally wouldn't have mattered. Now they're pulling at them. So it's just about making sure that you are able to specify what would they like to see as a resolution, what will make them happy. Always let them know that you're available to work on a solution as well. This is really important. So if you don't have something right away that you can come to, whether it's, you know, money or a refund, or maybe it's just offering something else, you know, to just smooth things over, take the time to think about it, talk with your business partner, if you have one, and make sure that you feel really confident about what you can offer. Yeah, like, can you do a reshoot? Uh, will it help if you re-edit the photos? If you really make a mistake, don't be afraid to admit that and offer a refund. Most of the time, it doesn't matter if you agree with the client's feedback, you should consider their happiness important to your business goals. We always say it's much better to refund some money than to get a negative review, especially on Google or Facebook or whatever. Because those um, are forever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And negative reviews tend to be what people will focus on when they look up who it is that they want to hire. So I always look at the negative reviews and the positive reviews and, and go from there. So, But if you could have the least amount of negative reviews, that's always the best solution. Number four, make sure you follow up. So once the work has been revised or a resolution has been put in place, make sure to follow up and get feedback from the client. In most cases, the client will be happy with a carefully thought out collaborative solution, but you want to double check, send a quick email, make a check-in phone call to make sure all of the issues have been addressed and resolved properly. Assure the client that you're available should any other issues arise. Yeah. The client wants to know that you care about both your work and their happiness with it. Additionally, try to think there's something special you can offer the client. You could throw in a couple extra prints, some free framing, a discount on their next purchase. Those add-ons will help to rebuild that trust and relationship. Yeah, you should also be prepared to realize that occasionally there is no resolution for the issue. For people in creative fields, sometimes their vision just doesn't match up with that of the client. Beware of those rare situations because when a client is just looking to argue for a freebie, be fair but firm in handling the situation. You should always stick with what you think is right, you know, that moral compass. In the case of angry or abusive clients, be assertive. Know in advance that you will tolerate or what you will tolerate and what you won't tolerate. Beware of clients just looking for an argument or a freebie again, you know, because a lot of people will complain just to get the refund because they know we're a small business and they threaten with, you know, negative reviews and sometimes it's really just not worth the fight, but you also have to know kind of where you're going to draw the line. We have a rule. <laughs> if it's under $500, <laughs> it is most likely going to be a refund <laughs> because it is much easier and almost all of the people that have ever complained to us have spent under $500. It's true. If they spend over 500, it's very unlikely that they're going to complain, right? They've done their research, they feel happy with everything. 
you know, unless you really majorly screwed up, it's it's very hard for you to get something. It's always the ones that are looking for deals, right? And then they are, you know, they don't, they're not in love with the, the, the style or the photographer and it's just, it's just a money thing for them and is it worth the money for them to whatever we did? I don't know, it's just... Yeah, and you're never really going to know unless you talk to them. Exactly. What's the last one, Bethany? <laughs> Learn. <laughs> after That's a good one. After you've reached a resolution with your unhappy client, take some time to reflect on your own practices. What did you learn from this experience? What can you do differently next time mm -hmm. to make sure that this situation doesn't arise again? AKA, update your contract, <laughs> update your process, um, make sure that when you're talking to clients about the way that you do things, that you talk about these issues. Even though it could be that one-off thing, you'll, yeah. I still catch myself saying, you know, like this one random fact that somebody gave us negative feedback on. And most people laugh and think like that's a little bit ridiculous, but Again, we have to try and learn from that experience. Use the complaint or feedback to improve your service. In the end, negative feedback and complaints are unavoidable in any industry, especially photography. It's both an artist perspective and you have a lot of people, it can range from you know $100 to $10,000 of a service. So it's, it's very much in there. A creative professional to deal with additional factors that um, the success of their work and services are really subjective, like I said. A, f a photo could look really good to one person, but not to another one, right? The same exact photo. The best way to avoid this situation in the future is to just establish some clear expectations. When you find yourself in the middle of a conflict with an unhappy client, don't be defensive, don't make excuses. Do your best to offer solutions to ensure your client base grows and the quality of your work continues to improve. We hope that you got some helpful tips out of this. We've all been there. Let me say it, yeah. you know, I'm happy for you to even go check out some of the Google reviews that we have. <laughs> we definitely get it and it's so hard to get that negative feedback, but I hope that you will take it as a lesson. We are not perfect and this is something that I tell all of our clients. We know that we're going to make mistakes. It's just inevitable, we're humans. <laughs> and there's a lot of moving pieces, especially when it comes to being a photographer. So I want you to know that it's totally normal. It's very much expected that there's gonna be something that comes up. We usually say it's like one per year. We usually give ourselves like- well, One bad one per year. Yeah, one you know, bad one. Like we always get like one- The full moon one. <laughs> yeah, it's like usually around Christmas, they're a little bit mad. <laughs> but there's always going to be kind of like that quota of one per year. Some going to be worse than others. The way that you handle it though is really how you're going to grow your business because you're going to know what is acceptable and what is not. So I hope that you take away these tips and really you know, use them to your advantage and think of them as lessons. They suck in the moment. I can tell you that so much, but I promise it gets easier, especially as you grow and know that you're offering an amazing service. We've used these tactics before and we've actually turned some of the customers that have given us negative feedback or constructive criticism and they've come back and they we've shot with them again and we are their family's photographer still and it again it wasn't something that was personal to us maybe it was just a difference in vision but we've applied these things we listened to them and then we corrected ourselves and I think we've said it before it's just this is a business decision. Don't take it personally. Think of it as 
what makes sense so that I get you know no negative reviews that I get happy clients that I possibly could still get referrals from this one client that's how you should play the game and that's how you're gonna grow your business I'm over here about to do a happy dance because you just finished another episode of my podcast path to business where we get to hear amazing stories of how wonderful people got started and hopefully one day we'll be able to share yours too If you want more info, head on over to our show notes page where you'll find all the latest info about this episode and links to the guests on the show. You can also find the latest discount codes or freebies I've put together just for you. Also, I wanted to personally invite you to my private Facebook group where you can meet other like-minded entrepreneurs like yourself who are making waves in their business and want to help and inspire others to dream big. The links are waiting for you, so head on over to grayloftstudio.ca slash path to business.